Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a really great day. For this week's episode, we're going to be looking at the question, how can I recognize God's voice? So let's get right into it. I don't know about you, but when I'm stuck in a tricky situation and I'm desperately needing God's guidance, I find myself praying, God, what do you want me to do? What is the best option here? Just tell me clearly and plainly so I can just do it. I don't expect God to write it out in the sky or to tell me audibly in like a big booming voice or anything, but I usually expect God to prompt my heart to look into his word, the Bible. And if you're currently in a situation where you're needing God's guidance, I would suggest that you would look there first also. God's already written out what his will is for us in the Bible, and we just need to know where to look. And when we do find it, we need to humble ourselves enough to obey it. Here are some clear examples of Bible verses that talk very bluntly about what God's will is. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 says, Whatever happens, keep thanking God because of Jesus Christ. This is what God wants you to do. Or 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 12 to 15, which says, Always let others see you behaving properly, even though they may still accuse you of doing wrong. Then on the day of judgment, they will honor God by telling the good things they saw you do. The Lord wants you to obey all human authorities, especially the emperor, who today would be like the president or prime minister, who rules over everyone. You must also obey governors because they are sent by the emperor to punish criminals and to praise good citizens. God wants you to silence stupid and ignorant people by doing right. As you read the Bible, you'll also notice that there were people there that were also struggling to hear God's voice and to learn to recognize his voice, like Samuel and Gideon. So you're not alone in this issue. And if you do want to read more about them, you can find them in 1 Samuel chapter 3 and Judges 6. The key difference here is that we have the word, but Samuel and Gideon didn't. God has already said a lot to us through the Bible, so as Christians we should see what the Bible has to say about it first because God will never contradict himself to what he has already said in his word. If we have a heart that is willing to listen and obey, then it will be easier for us to hear from God. So reading, studying, obeying, and then applying the word is a primary thing to be doing first when it comes to hearing from God. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 to 17 says, Everything in the scriptures is God's word. All of it is useful for teaching and helping people and for correcting them and showing them how to live. The scriptures train God's servants to do all kinds of good deeds. So the more time we spend studying and meditating upon the Bible, the easier it will be for us to recognize when God is leading us in our lives. In the same way, when you work at a place, whether it's a bank, a plant shop, or a bookshop, wherever it might be, after a while of learning the routines of the place, eventually you're able to figure out what's right and what isn't. A banker can tell the difference between a real note and a fake note. A gardener can tell the difference between a shrub or a flower or a weed. And a person at a bookshop can hopefully tell the difference between the genres of different books and knows what section of the shop they belong in. So when we're familiar with what the Bible says, we're able to know if people tell us something opposite to what the Bible says, and that way we're able to know that it's not of God or if it is from God. Other than reading his word, it's important that in order to hear God's voice, we must also belong to God, meaning that we must be a child of God. In John chapter 10 verse 27, Jesus said, My sheep know my voice, and I know them. They follow me. 
So if we've given our lives to him, then as members of his family, we can recognize his voice a lot easier. If you think about it in the context that Jesus was talking about, he is the shepherd who protects us from the harmful things and guides us so that we're kept safe. We're members of his flock. We're the sheep. If we're to know and to recognize God's voice, we need to be a part of his flock. If God wanted to, he could totally speak to us audibly. However, he's already said a lot about life in his written word. Sometimes you might feel led to do something by the Holy Spirit within you or through our consciousness or through particular circumstances or even by other people telling you something. When the Holy Spirit in particular is guiding you, what I've noticed in my own life is that when I'm about to make a wrong decision, I feel agitated and I feel a deep conviction inside that is pushing me and encouraging me towards the right decision. Sometimes a Bible verse or a story from the Bible will come up into my mind and that encourages me to do the right thing or to make a particular decision. However, Overall, it's important that when we look at the rest of these things, we should always try to compare it to what the Bible says, and that way we're able to recognize God's voice better. This is why Bible memorization is so important, because if you're in a situation, the Holy Spirit can bring to mind a relevant Bible verse to help you. If you do feel like God's trying to tell you something or to guide you somewhere, always pray first. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. And Psalm chapter 37 verse 7 says, Be patient and trust the Lord. Recently, I've been struggling with what to say to God when I pray. So I've been reading the Psalms and when I find one that's relevant to how I'm feeling, I pray through the Psalms. For example, Psalm chapter 43 verse 3 says, Send your light and your truth to guide me. Or Psalm chapter 143 verse 8, which says, Each morning, let me learn more about your love because I trust you. I come to you in prayer asking for your guidance. Just like I said earlier, God will never tell you to do something that contradicts his word. He will never ask you to sin or to do something that Jesus wouldn't do. Also, be careful not to mistake your own thoughts or other people's suggestions as God's voice. Look out for when people try to tell you, oh, I've received a word from the Lord, or God told me this. I hear a lot of this when guys tell girls that God told them that they're meant to be together. (laughs) So don't fall for that. Sometimes it could be more serious than that, but just be mindful that the enemy, Satan, is always trying to sow seeds that will create chaos, division, and conflict within God's people. So practically, if you're trying to make a decision, for example, like, um, should I go to this university or this other university? Looking for a direct answer in the Bible might not be necessary. In situations like those, what you really probably need is wisdom. Think about the pros and the cons about a situation. For example, which university will build up my faith more? What are the differences between the courses? What is the workload like for either of them? Which do I think will benefit God's kingdom more? Which university is closest to my family, almost far away? Which course will benefit me the most? What's the cost between the two? If there isn't really a big difference between the two, then either will be a good choice. If the decision is wrong, though, God will make it clear in some shape or form that perhaps you should go to a different university. He might do this by putting other people in your life to give you advice, or you can look into the Bible and evaluate priorities based on what it says. Or lastly, 
you'll have a lack of inner peace from the Holy Spirit about it. I haven't personally done this last one before because I just recovered from anemia, but I've heard that fasting can also be very helpful when you're considering a major decision. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. So simply, if God isn't in it, then just don't do it. Knowing what God's will is will always be connected to knowing God. So seek God before you make decisions. Before I wrap up the episode, I just wanted to quickly say that this is the last episode of season four. I won't see you guys until the beginning of season five, which is Monday, the 27th of July. So I will see you guys then. I hope this episode was helpful in some way. I hope I wasn't too repetitive, but if you're someone who's struggling with knowing God's will or hearing his voice or trying to figure out if he's in something or not, I just, I really hope that this was a good episode for you. Please let me know what you think. Tell me how it has encouraged you, or maybe perhaps you can give me some feedback on how I can improve this podcast for you, the listeners, by either contacting me on any of the social media accounts or on the blog itself, or if you leave a review of the podcast in Apple Podcasts. I hope you have a great rest of your day, wherever you are, and I will get back to you Monday. Bye. No, I won't. Monday, 27th of July. I will see you then. Bye. (laughs)